Hello and welcome to ABP Alive, the very first episode of our weekly podcast for the Academic Bridge Program. I am your host, Mr. Kevin, the ABP librarian. And on today's show, we have two guests joining us. Our first guest will be Miss Jacqueline, our college counselor, to introduce herself and speak a little bit about how to prepare for college and what you have to do to get ready for college. And then our second guest today will be Mr. JC, the department supervisor for both of our math departments and our computer department as well. So we have good conversations, two good conversations for you today. And at the end, then I will come back on and uh, do some promoting of the library and tell you about how the library can help you and introduce some books to you and that type of thing. So enjoy our very first episode of the ABP Alive podcast. Here is Miss Jacqueline. Okay, today our, we have a guest with us, our college counselor for the Academic Bridge Program. Uh, please introduce yourself to our students. Hi, I'm Miss Jacqueline, and I'm the college counselor at ABP. And Miss Jacqueline, can you tell us uh, what exactly a college counselor does here at the ABP? As the college counselor, it's my job to make sure you are aware of the different universities that we have available as a part of Qatar Foundation throughout the country of Qatar. And we actually have about 23 different universities throughout the country. But I can also help you identify potential and prospective universities outside of Qatar, whether that's in the UK, the US, Canada, the Netherlands, Germany, Malaysia, Australia, wherever you're interested in. And then I will help you understand what are the admissions requirements for each of those universities and how you need to move forward to submit your applications. Oh, boy, that sounds like a, a lot to um, take on there. Uh, where can students find you? Where's your office here at the Economic Bridge Program? How can they reach out to you if they have questions, those types of things? For students who are looking to see me in person, my actual office location is room C120, which is up on the first floor. It's directly above Starbucks and in front of the student services offices. So if you see the ping pong table, uh, then I'm just around the corner and you'll look for the office with the pennants, the university pennants hanging from the top of the edges of the ceilings. But I do share my uh, WhatsApp mobile number with students as well as my email. So you can communicate with me whichever is the best way. And if you want to meet with me, you can stop by or preferably schedule a meeting so that that way you know for sure I'm going to be in the office and I will have dedicated time for you. We can do it in the office, even online if we need to. And what is your uh, phone number and email that students can contact you? My email is jnottingham at qf.org.qa. And that's spelled J-N-O-T-T-I-N-G-H-A-M at qf.org.qa. 
And if you want to reach me by phone, my office number is 4454-2192 or by WhatsApp at 333-75213. Okay. Now here at the start of each school year, uh, there's a lot for students to start thinking about as far as uh, college, going to university uh, after their academic bridge program success here. So do you have, can you kind of tell students what to start thinking about preparing for that type of year and at this time of the school year, at the beginning of the school year? Well, since this is a new school year and all of the students who come to ABP or the majority of them are new, it's a little bit of an overwhelming process. So you really need to start managing your time and planning your responsibilities, your schoolwork, your activities, and your college planning all together. When you're thinking about the college process, you need to start thinking about where you want to study. You need to think about what uh, expectations you have as well as that from your family, and you need to create several different options. Many students automatically think, I want to go to this X particular university and that's it. They don't create plan B, plan C, and they don't even brainstorm some other options to get to their paths. Part of the process of applying to universities is also understanding what parts of the application universities require. So you don't want to make, leave yourself at the very end where you're rushing. So you need to plan ahead. You need to take your admissions test. You need to be preparing your personal statement and essay. You might have to retake, and you should retake the IELTS or TOEFL exams again. And you need letters of recommendation, plus demonstrate interest or have activities that are related to what you want to study. Many students don't have a clue, uh, or they're uncertain, I should say, about what it is they want to study. Maybe they were told this is a good field by their family, or they're saying, we want you to be this, uh, and it may or may not be what the student wants, or they may not even understand what it is, or even if it's available in Qatar. So I can help explain those kinds of situations, help you understand and identify more about yourself if you're uncertain, and how you can learn more about getting experience and knowledge as you move forward to prepare for applying for university. Uh, okay. And also what um, might the students be, uh, how do I say this? Um, they should obviously focus on their courses here at the ABP as well, correct? Oh, definitely. When you are applying to university, universities, the first thing they're going to look at is your academic performance at the Academic Bridge Program. They want to see that you are doing well in your courses, that you are attending your courses, that you're showing up, and that you're being responsible. I really encourage all students to utilize their resources and the resources we have available at ABP, as well as those that they can find in their communities and on the internet. So if you have questions or you're uncertain, then it's better to seek help now. Everyone who comes to ABP starts out with a grade point average of a 4.0. Everybody has all A's, and it's your job to do the work to keep up that grade point average. 
over time, things may come up and you may have exams, you may have more things on your plate, but you need to plan ahead, you need to prepare, and you need to work on those when they're due. Don't wait till the last minute because then you become stressed and you can't get everything done at the same time. Uh, okay, sounds like there's uh, lots to do regarding your college planning and your, your university goals for the future. Uh, is there anything else that students should think about uh, here in this first month of the school year? I think the two biggest things right now that students need to do are one, get a copy of their final high school academic record, whether it's their scores from IB exams or A-levels or uh, their final high school transcripts. And they need to bring those in to the admissions office or to me so that we can keep them as part of your records. We need grades 10, 11, and 12. Uh, reports so that we have those and that you're not scrambling to get those because you'll need them as a part of the application process. The second thing is to go ahead and sign up for admissions tests, whether it's the SAT or the ACT, because many universities are still looking at those scores and considering them for admission. But to be honest, the tests fill up very quickly because there are limited offerings in Qatar. So you want to go ahead and sign up early so that you uh, don't have to worry about that or miss those options later. And finally, I, am, I have worked with the British Council to coordinate uh, an IELTS exam for all of the students at ABP. And that's going to be offered on Thursday, November the 4th. So please come and see me to register for that computer exam. And that exam and those scores can be used not only to update your record at ABP, which is necessary, but to check your progress on how well you've been doing in your classes. And finally, and most importantly for many students, it's to help qualify you for cross-registration classes for spring semester. You must have your new and updated IELTS scores in before the middle of November. So this is a perfect exam for you to be able to take without missing any classes at ABP and use those to be considered for cross-registration. Uh, wow, Ms. Jacqueline, this sounds like there is a lot to this uh, college planning uh, and university preparation. Um, and you seem very knowledgeable. How, how long have you been doing this? And share a little bit about uh, how you got here to the ABP. Actually, this is the beginning of my fifth year at ABP. And prior to this, uh, I was not a college counselor. I was actually a university admissions representative. And so I have spent a lot of time reviewing applications for undergraduate admissions at selective universities and at liberal arts colleges in the United States. I've also worked in a graduate school setting, and I also served as an international recruiter. So I spent a lot of time in higher education and the admissions world, and I've also done a lot of meeting and networking since I've been in Qatar so that I have a good understanding of what's required at the universities here. And so I'm happy to share my journey with students and families and help guide them in their journey for the next step of their educational future. All right. So uh, 
students, if you, I would recommend, or would you, Ms. Jacqueline, recommend that every student at the Academic Bridge Program schedule a meeting with you? I think that everyone should schedule a meeting with me and we can spend 15 or 20 minutes to talk about what you are interested in and, and how you intend to get there. And then we will talk about the process and the steps necessary. You can also communicate with me by email and asking me any questions along the way or through WhatsApp, and we will be prepared because ideally you want to have your applications done by the end of this term, by December, so that when the deadlines come around in January and February and March, you won't be rushing and you won't be nervous about it. You'll be ready. Okay, students. So I would recommend each and every one of you uh, contact Miss Jacqueline in the counselor's office on the first floor in the student near the student services department. Uh, if you know where the pink table tennis uh, tables are, uh, her office is just right around the corner there. Okay, so contact her, send her an email. And again, can you share your email and contact information once again, Ms. Jacqueline? Yes, my email is jnottingham at qf.org.qa. You can also reach me by WhatsApp at 333-752-13 or directly in my office at 55, no, 4454-2192. And what is your office uh, number? Yes, my office location is room C120. C120. Okay, students, there's a lot to start planning for, for your college uh, future. So make sure that you stop by or contact Miss Jacqueline, uh, and she'll be very happy to help you out with anything that you need. All right. Thank you, Miss Jacqueline, for coming in and speaking to us today. Thanks, Kevin. Hello, ABP Alive, another segment in our podcast today. Uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, please introduce yourself and tell us what you do here at the ABP. Hi, Mr. Kevin. I'm uh, JC, and uh, I'm the head of mathematics and computer skills departments. Um, now, my name is, actual name is Jahanzeb Chaudhary, and I know it's, it's a long name. It's hard to pronounce. It's hard to spell. So everyone here calls me Mr. JC. Okay, Mr. JC, and... Uh... Can you tell us a little bit about how you got here at the Academic Bridge Program and uh, your career here at the ABP? Yeah, uh, so um, I've been here for the last 13 years, and I love this place. And as you can see, like from my past 13 years, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to spend another 13 years here. Uh, we have got great students here, great colleagues, teachers are awesome. The facilities, the building, everything is, is great, actually. Um, you know, the love and the respect that we get from our students, it's, it's amazing. So, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoy teaching these students. Uh, yes, and uh, what do you think makes the ABP different than uh, maybe other schools that you have been at? 
Well, um, you know, as you know, the ABP is only a, a year-long program. Students come to us for nine months only. But I think these nine months are, make a difference in our students' lives, in our lives. And, uh, I mean, I always see the students from the past. They always come see me. And just to say, hi, Mr. JC, how are you? We were just missing you. You know, we miss ABP, so we just came to say hi to you. I think it's it's a, it's a it's a great place with a lot of opportunities for for the students. They learn a lot, and um, it's it's not only about learning actually in the in the classroom because you know I believe that the mathematics or the computers or the science subjects that we teach here at the ABP, most of the students have already learned these things at their high schools. So basically, uh, we teach them. It's a bridge program, as you know. You know, and we teach them how to be successful at at their universities, because you know, as you know, the, the, there's a huge difference between high schools and the universities. And uh, I remember when I was I was little, I was in grade twelve, I believe. Um, we had this essay in our English textbook, "Why Boys Fail in College," and that also is true for the girls as well. Why these young students, you know, young adults, they fail in colleges. It's only because, you know, they're too used to uh, the norms of their high schools when they go to the universities and they find it a totally different world. Uh, they do not know how to cope with the challenges of the universities. So ABP teaches them how to be successful at the university, how to study mathematics in a university class, how to study computer sciences, let's say, or computer skills in the university classes. So um, I think it, I think it, it really makes a huge difference in our students' lives. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, and how did you become a teacher and get into education now that's a very interesting question and i always i always, I always love to speak about this um now honestly uh, until grade 10 i was honestly not a great student i was just an average student and then i found a teacher who was a great mentor i always remember him his name was uh abdul salam and believe it or not i named my son after his name my son is Abdul Salam also. I was so inspired by him. He gave me a break. He, he, he built that confidence in my in my uh, personality. I mean, I I was a, a, a debater when I was in my high school. I won all Pakistan debate competition three times. I was a singer there. I I I finished my high school with flying colors, and you know that one man made a huge difference in my life. So after meeting with him, I had always, I mean, he inspired me a lot. And, you know, what he used to do for his students, that inspired me a lot. Then when I went to my college, uh, I had to take statistics as one of my subjects. And unfortunately, the professor that I had there, he was not, you know, that much into teaching and all that kind of stuff. And I remember uh, one time, I literally cried in my statistics class because I could not understand a thing he, he used to talk. And, you know, that time I decided that, man, okay, once I finish my college, I will become a teacher and I will not do those things that make students' lives difficult. I will do those things that can make a positive difference in, in my students' life. So I'm, I'm not a, a teacher by force. I'm a teacher by choice. Ah, yes. Very well said. And uh, what are you teaching here now at the ABP this semester? 
Well, as I said that I'm the head of mathematics and computer skills department. So I try to teach both the subjects just to be in touch with everything. You know, uh, in my past 13 years, I have taught all the courses in mathematics at the ABP. I have taught all the courses in computer science, computer skills department. This year, uh, for the past many years, I was teaching calculus. Uh, but now this year, I thought I should change it. And then I'm teaching liberal arts course, with, which is the, the, you know, the first level course that we have designed for, especially for those students who are aiming to um, opt for an arts major in the universities. So I'm teaching a liberal arts course here and intermediate computer skills course. Okay. And how would those, uh, what those, your teaching in those courses help those students in their future um now you know my my educational uh, philosophy is that we should always and i always tell my students to learn how to think out of the box it's not only about learning what is written in the syllabus you know uh, so i always take time to teach my students uh, what can be what can be helpful for them like for instance uh, in our mathematics class, uh, the students who come to us, they are usually those students who study math in Arabic in their high schools. So uh, when we teach those basic stuff, that basic stuff in our liberal arts class in English, students actually learn the terminologies and uh, different expressions in English language, like the, the ones that they have learned in Arabic in their high schools. The same goes for the computer skills department as well. I mean, the computer skills courses as well. The students learn about uh, the mostly uh, the most commonly used uh, softwares like uh, Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, Excel. You know, the, these students, when they go to the universities, as you also know, uh, at the university, they have to write down a lot of essays. So Microsoft Word is something that they use almost every day. Now, uh, my experience is, you know, when we were young and coming for you too also, I mean, you know, if, if you might remember when you were young, when you were a small, small child, the first thing that we draw as a child is a circle. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that we draw is a circle. We make cartoons, funny cartoons, you know, with the small eyes and, you know, uh, smiley faces, sad faces, angry faces kind of thing. But if you ask your students, what's the definition of a circle? Many of us wouldn't know what, how we, how we can define a circle. So these are the things that we teach in our math classes and our computer classes, the basic stuff that the students need to know, and that can help them in the university classes. Uh, yes, <laughs> I myself don't even know the definition of a circle. So uh, maybe I'll have you teach me after our uh, segment here this morning. <laughs> sure. Um, maybe you can be that inspiration for a student, just as your previous teacher was an inspiration for you. Uh, any other advice that you might want to give our students for this academic school year? Sure. Um, you know, I always tell my students that life is all about ups and downs. Do not let those down moments upset you. Do not let those up moments too excite you. Uh, you know, your, your journey should be consistent. I remember when I finished my first master's from Pakistan. Uh, at that time, when I was studying in Pakistan, we used to have two years of bachelor's and two years of master's. When I came here, then I thought, oh, because my first master's was in statistics. So when I came here, I thought, okay, I should just continue with my studies. So I started applying to the universities because I wanted to do another master's in mathematics. 
And believe it or not, I applied to five universities and all five universities sent me a reply with a no. The reason was my bachelor's was for two years of two years. My master's was of two years. And they said, no, it's not enough number of credit hours that you had taken in your previous university. So I took the first no, I took the second no, I took the third no, the fourth no. When the fifth no came from the fifth university from where I graduated, the University of Waterloo, I was I was a bit upset. I, I wrote to them. I wrote to them and I told them that, see, when I was studying, this was this was the, 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 the format of the studies. So uh, does it mean that I will never be able to pursue my studies ever again? They understood. And they gave me a chance. They said, okay, so we'll admit you and uh, let's see how it goes. So the thing, the moral of the story is, see, even after me teaching for several years, after having this first master's degree, graduate, everything, I still got no's from the universities. So do not let these no's um, upset you. You know, these are just the part of life. This, this keeps you moving. This keeps you going. So if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. So don't be upset. Just keep trying. It's always good to talk. If you get a no from someone, go talk to them. Maybe, maybe you find a way. Uh, yes. Never give up. Never give uh, up. Always remain persistent. That's correct. Uh, thank you, Mr. JC. Uh, as a librarian, I want to know uh, if you have any uh, favorite books that you're reading or authors you could recommend or... Um, maybe what you're currently reading at this moment, if you read? Yeah. Um, you know, I always love to read about history. I am a big history fan. Uh, I remember when I was, and by the way, I always read in Urdu because I feel comfortable while reading in Urdu. Uh, that's my, my, my mother language. My, you know, my mother tongue is Urdu. So um, when I was so young, I started reading about Muhammad bin Qasim. I don't know if, if you have heard about him. He was a big, big inspiration for many, many Muslims, especially in the, in the subcontinent. He came um, all the way to the subcontinent and uh, it was a huge empire here. And uh, he conquered that at the age of 17. Uh, he was he was a big inspiration for me. And then recently I started reading about uh, Salahuddin Ayyubi, uh, who is again a very famous uh, sultan and uh, a conqueror. And his leadership style always inspires me. So nowadays I'm reading about him. Uh, yes. It's always uh, find something that you're interested in and uh, read as much as you can on that. And then You'll find other stuff you're interested in and just, just keep reading and keep learning. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, how can students and people get a hold of you if they, they want to contact you and have some more questions? Yeah, it's very easy to contact me. Uh, as I said, I, my office is in the, in the mathematics department. It's on the first floor. Uh, on the in the ABP. So if you just come in the mathematics department, there are only five offices. You can always find me there. Um, otherwise, you can contact me by phone. My phone number is 4451. Oh wow! You remember the number? Uh, that's uh, it was I still a hard number. Quite remember mine yet? <laughs> I'm getting better. All right, thank you, Mr. JC. You're we welcome. appreciate you come sharing with us your story. Nice talking today. to you, Mr. Kevin.
Okay, thank you to our guest today on ABP Alive, our very first broadcast of our podcast here at the Academic Bridge Program. I am Mr. Kevin. I am the librarian here at the Academic Bridge Program. And let me tell you a few things about our library. Make sure you know where we are located. We are located on the ground floor, room B001. Uh, we're just down the hallway from the Starbucks. Okay, so everyone knows where the Starbucks is. You uh, just walk down the hallway from the Starbucks. We are room B001 on the ground floor. Come into the library, check us out. We have over 13,000 titles available. We have 19 magazines that you can look at. We have DVDs. We have a computer lab. We have a nice soft seating area for you to sit and that type of thing. Uh, some book series you may be interested in is uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul books or some great stories for you to read and inspire you, motivate you, uh, stories of other people and some of the things that they have gone through in their lives. It's a great series of books that you may be interested in. So come look at those books. We have the uh, do-it-yourself uh do-it-yourself books, how-to books. We have some IELTS books to help you prepare for the IELTS exam uh, and ACT books to help you prepare, prepare for ACT exams as well. So come to the library, see what we have available. Come talk to me. I will be starting a couple clubs this year if students are interested. We will try and do a book club on Tuesdays during fourth period. 11.30 to 12.30. Uh, so if you're interested in joining our book club, come see me in the library or email me at kphips at qf.org.qa and we can get you started there. The other thing I want to let you know is I'll also maybe start a bowling club if students are interested in bowling once a month at the Student Center. We can uh, try to get a bowling club started as well. So see me if you're interested in that also. Uh, again, my name is Kevin Phipps. I'm the host of the ABP Alive podcast. And as a librarian, I want you to try and set the goal every day to read 10 pages of a good book every day. Helps you so much in your learning and your reading ability and all that. So try to set the goal every day of reading at least 10 pages of a good book. All right, we hope you enjoyed this very first podcast of ABP Alive, and we'll see you next week.